Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, the 798,000th best podcast in the goddamn world. I'm your host, Tyler Penner. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, You know, we started off as the worst podcast in the world. And I'm saying that there's probably around a million podcasts in the world right now. Um, By episode three, we were up to, I would say, 920,000. And then then episode three happened. We did episode three and we dipped down. We were back in the 990s, 980s. And then we did a couple. We got on a good roll. We went up probably high 800s. And then episode uh, 7 happened, which was lackluster. Dipped down back into the 870s. But I think after the latest episode, Hamburger Helper themed episode, that we're in the 790s right now. 790s, 790,000th best podcast, maybe 780. But... Um, this one's going to drop us down to the 900s. This is this might be the worst episode uh, of the of the 10 that we've done so far. This is the 11th episode. There's 8 on SoundCloud available for public consumption and then 2 on the Patreon. Um where only 2 people get to listen to it. Two of my school friends are supporting me. They don't have the money to support me, but they are. Everyone else that I know that does have money, um, I haven't given them a reason to support me yet. And I don't blame you. I wouldn't spend money on me either. I'm not getting Netflix. You know what I mean? And that's got a shit ton of programming. So, I wouldn't support me either. So good for you. Stick to your gun. Save your money. There is a uh, massive, massive recession coming depression most of you are going to lose your houses so maybe if you don't lose your house support me on patreon Uh, if you do lose your house then um you know figure that out first you know figure that out and then um once you get your house back and your kids are being fed again think about uh hopping on patreon because let me tell you, I'm saying some outrageous things on Patreon. Really, really gross stuff. Disgusting details that no one wants to hear. Graphic, graphic information. Most of it racist. Um, yeah, so sign up to hear that. Because if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast right now and you're trying to get me canceled, it's, you're going to you're gonna have to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, and then after you subscribe to the page, it won't take long to get me canceled if you're listening to the Patreon. Uh, we are going to do this episode as we do every episode. Um, zero prep work. Zero um, content, really. Um, nothing funny. This is a waste of time for you and me. But isn't that what life's about? Aren't we just really wasting time anyway when you think about it? The answer is no. The answer is no. There is a purpose. There is a meaning to everything. Or not. I don't fucking know. I don't care. I am about to graduate with a uh, four-year Bachelor of Honors. uh, Bachelor of Arts. In honors philosophy. I'm a philosopher. I am wise. Um, wiser than any of you. Listening to this. And. Um, wiser really than anyone I know. Much wiser than. The professors that taught me. Um, wiser than. The authors of the books that I read. Uh. Yeah, I'm just a wise guy. I like drinking wisers. Anyways, I don't know where that's going. 
And this is all a joke, of course. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a fucking moron. And I like it that way. I like uh, I like not being smart. And having it known that I'm not that smart. I like that. Uh, it really takes the pressure off having to know shit. I can be quick. I have moments of quickness. Um, I can be witty. But no one's... I'm not intelligent. Maybe I'm bright. No, no, bright's too... Bright's too generous. Maybe I'm, I'm not dim, I will say that. Yeah, I'm not a fucking moron, but I'm not smart. I'm average. I'm average in every fucking way possible. But most of all, I'm self-centered. That's why I started this podcast in the first place. Me, me, me. That's all I give a fuck about. I hear about a school shooting. How does this affect me? You know, what's going to happen to me now? Banking crisis? What, what's going to happen to me now? What am I going to do? Oh, I'm sorry, your dad passed away? Okay, am I going to have to go to the funeral? What, I got to buy a suit now? How long is this going to take? How long am I going to have to spend at your dad's funeral? I don't want to do that. Why did you make the funeral on a Saturday? I have plans. I never really cared for your dad. I don't care that he's dead. You're a friend of mine, but I could lose you as a friend, and I uh, wouldn't be that heartbroken about it. I, truth be told, I'm glad that your dad is dead. Because I now don't have to listen to your stories about how heroic he was in the war. Anyways, um, what did we do this weekend? We went to a poker game. I played poker this weekend, and I like poker. My buddy Jeff Sinclair, the very funny Jeff Sinclair, invited me and my good buddy Keener over to his place. Ron Moore was there. Lee White was there. A couple of other guys were there. And we played poker. And I, I realized something um, about myself. First of all, I'm not good at poker. But let me tell you, I went on a fucking tear in this fucking game. I was getting all the cards. I was winning every showdown. I was hammering them. And these guys were getting pissed at me. Let me tell you. One of the guys I didn't know, he called me out for, for make. I, I pulled like a poker faux pas, I guess. Because I wanted to see a guy all in. But I said, I'm going to call you all in. And this guy was like, well, do you call or are you all in? You already said you called, so you have to call now. And I said, no, I want to push them all in. He's like, yeah, but you already said call. You already said call. And it was a whole thing. So finally Jeff made a ruling. It's like, Tyler doesn't play poker a lot. Just let him. He wants to go all in. Just The guy's like, okay, I, you know, he can go all in. That's fine. But he did say call. And the poker etiquette is that he now has to call. He can't push them all in. And I was hammered. I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, whatever you want. Just let's fucking get this game over with. Uh, but it was a fun time. I was kicking ass. And, um, but I realized I don't like winning at poker. There's that awkward moment where you win. And especially me. I mean, I win in the shittiest ways possible. 
Like, I really, I, you know, I'll go in with the Jack 6. I don't give a fuck, you know. Yes, see, call it, call it, see it. And the flop happens, you know, Jack 6-6. Six, six. I, I flopped a house. And um, some guy's sitting there with bullets, and um, and I win. And he's very angry. And I'm like, oh, did I win? Oh, cool. Ha <laughs> ha. And the and it, it, there's that moment where you win at a hand of poker, and you're getting all the chips. You're you're reaching over the table to grab all the chips and pull them closer to you, and it's just silent. Everyone's just looking at you, and they hate you. They hate. I felt hated every time I won a hand. I didn't like it. And I realized I didn't, uh, I don't like winning at poker. And truth be told, I'll be honest with you, I was trying to lose. That's why I was going, I was going in with some, like some bullshit, you know, 10-9 suited. Yeah, okay, let's go in. And I'm winning. But I wanted to, I wanted to lose. I wanted to get out of there. My good buddy, the old ball coach, Ben Walker, was in town. I wanted to go drink with him. He doesn't drink anymore. He is sober for two and a half years now, which is tremendous for him, even though he's getting baked out of his gourd and eating mushroom chocolates like they're going out of style. He's more fucked up than I am at the end of the night. Um, But he's not drinking alcohol, and he looks great. So I wanted to go hang out with him. So I was trying to lose. I was trying to bust out. I kept winning. All of a sudden, I had this huge stack of chips. And then I realized that it was too late. We probably weren't going to meet up with, with the old ball coach. So I was like, oh, well, fuck it. Let's see this poker game through. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can, uh, you know, I can actually win this thing. The second, the second that I started trying to win, instantly started losing. Instantly started losing. Instantly. Ended up finishing fourth, just out of the money, you know, which is good. Even though I didn't pay, Keener paid for me. So that was a poker game. That was also night three or four of getting hammered in a row. That was night four of getting decently drunk. And, um, yeah, I was tired. I was tired. I was not, I was not healthy. Didn't feel healthy. Hmm. But I feel healthy today. I feel healthy today. Had a pizza lunch with my good friend Jason Cron today. And um, I don't know why I agreed to that. That was a bad decision. Having pizza for lunch. Went to Little Pizza Heaven. Which is the best pizza in the city. Man, it is good. It's not that. It's it's really overhyped. But I will say today, today's pizza was good. Today's pizza was great. Um, but yeah, dude, I woke up at 10. And by 12.30, I was fucking... 1,500 calories deep. It was full. And I, I was full. Anyways, now this is just a fucking podcast about different shit that I ate. Let's move on here. What do we want to talk about? The lunch was very good, though. It was very great. Um, God damn it. I got to start doing prep work. I have nothing to talk about. My life is not that interesting. Viewers don't give a fuck. About what I ate and how many shits I took. You can't build a podcast around the fact that, like, and then I went to Subway and I got some cookies. And then I went home and I took a shit. But then the next day I went to A&W and I got a Papa Burger with cheese. Uh, and then I went home and took a shit. And then the other day I went to... um you know, I went to Quiznos and I got one of their sandwiches. 
And then, uh, then what happened? Oh, yeah, I went home and took a shit. No one cares about that. I'm not going to grow this podcast by talking about that. But I don't know what to talk about. I could talk about school shootings. They're pretty hot right now. Um, I guess that's a first trans person to ever shoot up a school. I guess that's a... I guess they, they're really trans people, really breaking down every boundary that they get. Good for them. Kidding, of course. It's tragic, blah, blah, blah. I got nothing to say. I'm too dumb to comment on that. I'm too dumb to have a... I don't want any part of that conversation. That is not my job on this planet, is to weigh in on that debate. Whatever the debate is, even if, if there... I don't even know if there is a debate. Or if we're just saying the same shit. We gotta get the guns out the streets. Or some other asshole being like... See? Trans people, they're scary. Everyone just needs to... Well, no, I don't care what anyone else needs to do. I need to stay the fuck out of talking about serious shit like that. That's how much, that's what I know. I was going to ask someone the other day if... And this has nothing to do with the whole trans school shooting. Um, but just in general, if anyone's minds are even being changed anymore, is anyone having their mind changed? If you're listening to this right now, think, think about something. Think about the last thing that you changed your mind on. That you were like, if someone said something to you, and you were like, oh, man, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Wow. And then you went home and you actually sat down and thought about it and you actually changed your opinion on it. Does that actually happen? I don't know if it does. I'm trying to think about the last time I changed my mind. On something. Anything. I think maybe... The last time I changed my mind was on... Cabbage rolls, honestly. It, I think it was the cabbage rolls. I used to hate them. They stank. Cabbage is gross. And I've just been eating a lot of them lately. And um, I'm on board. I'm on board with cabbage rolls. I'm not sure how I feel about gun control. But cabbage rolls are good. Cabbage rolls never shot up a school. I'm not going to blame cabbage rolls for this school shooting. But who knows? They might yet. Oh, boy. What else is in the news? I can't wait for summer. Let's see what the temperature is. Let's see what the temperature is. Weather Canada. Let's see what we're sitting at. Oh, minus four. Yeah, that's not bad. It felt a lot colder before. Haha, <laughs> crazy. Maybe this will be a weather podcast. Maybe I'll do that, you know? Let's talk about the weather. Man, weather is fucked up. Dude, don't get me started on weather. You know, I used to like that weather podcast, but they got super right-wing. It's crazy now. I mean, it's pretty much an alt-right podcast, and he's just talking about the weather. It's, I don't know. It's problematic. I'm going to stop listening to it because I don't want to support them, you know? 
I heard that weather podcast has links to the Proud Boys. Did you hear about that weather podcast guy? Yeah, he was at the um, January 6th Capitol riot. You know what I'm going to do this summer? I'm going to drop some acid. I'm going to drop some acid and uh, I'm going to get some painting supplies and maybe a friend or two. I'm looking at you, Risha. I'm going to get a friend or two and we're going to go to the park and we're going to paint. But I want like a big canvas, you know. Because I went to a painting party one time, and I did a little Jackson Pollock stuff, where I painted the background black, and then I just grabbed a couple of paintbrushes and started splattering shit on, and I gotta tell you, really enjoyable. You know, really fun stuff, painting. Yeah. I want to start a band. What kind of band should I start? I have an acoustic guitar here and uh, in my apartment, which I play. And uh, I noodle around, and I don't know how to play the guitar. I'm not good at the guitar. Hey, Tyler, play me an A chord. I can't. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, play a C chord. What's that? What do you, are you talking about the piano? Because this is a guitar. No, I know it's a guitar. Just on the guitar, play the C chord. I can't play the C chord. This is not a piano. This is a good... I know it's a guitar. You can play the C chord on the guitar. Okay. Can you get out of my apartment, please? Well, you invited me over to show me how to play the guitar. And I'm asking you to play the C chord. And I'm telling you that this is not a goddamn piano. So get the fuck out of my apartment... Before I go to my kitchen and I grab a butter knife and I start sawing at your jugular vein. Dude. Relax, man. It's not a big deal. I just... No, fuck that. You're trying to undermine me. It's emasculating. And I'm not taking that shit anymore. Okay? I told you I don't know how to play a C chord. This isn't a piano. I don't know how to play the C chord. You know what? Fuck you, motherfucker. No, wait right there. No, no, you can't leave now. You're not leaving the apartment. I'm getting my goddamn butter knife. You, you, you fucked with the wrong guy. Anyways, that, um, I don't know really how to play the guitar. And, um, but I like it. I really enjoy noodling around with it. I just play power chords. I play power chords. Actually, my mom, my mom can play a mean guitar. She plays good guitar. She's got like two riffs that she usually does. Classic mom riffs. She used to play special numbers in church all the time. She actually taught me how to play power chords. She came back from uh, um, she had bought me a guitar for my birthday one time, a guitar and a little amp. And and I didn't know how to play with it, but I liked the distortion sound, you know. I love that sound to this day. I love that sound. And she had um, she'd gone to our friends in Landmark, friends of the family, and they had this kid named Ian. 
And Ian was a young kid. He was like 14, 15 years old. This guy was a bit of a musical prodigy. Also a huge metalhead. Great at the drums. Great at guitar. And um, my mom came home. I didn't go with them that night. But she came home and she showed me a power chord. And she's like, you just go like this. You know, this finger there. And this Ian kid, he says that uh, Metallica plays a lot of their songs just like this. And I was like, oh, okay. Thinking I'm too cool to learn about guitar from my mom. But that's all I really, uh, I took those power chords and I went with it. And I've been writing shitty grunge and black metal riffs ever since. And I write songs here in my apartment. And they range from gay acoustic love songs, very gay, um, to um, evil, evil, dark, angry black metal riffs, also very gay. And, uh, yeah, and I love playing the guitar, so I think I'm going to start, but I don't... I don't know if I could be in a band. I can't multitask. I can't sing and play the guitar at the same time. I have a hard time just playing the guitar. And I can't sing. So I'm just, I'm a shitty musician. I'm bad at it. And, um... But hell. I'm bad at the podcast. That didn't stop me from doing it. Funny story about that Ian guy from Landmark. He, when I was 17 years old, he had a band. And with this guy named Evan. And with this guy named Mark, who I actually went to school with in New Bothwell. They had a band. And it was a Christian metal band. And they were called Not Forsaken. And they had a lead singer. And through some friends of friends, I was getting into the screaming game. And and they had caught word of this. And they were like, hey, we're thinking of adding a second singer. And I said, oh, yeah. He's like, you want to come jam sometime? I was like, yeah, let's go jam. So I went over to their house and uh, in Landmark. And we ripped it up. They were playing some tunes. And we were playing some songs. And uh, I had the tryout. And the second singer wasn't there this one time. But they were both talking. And Ian and this guy named Evan were talking. And uh, they were like, hey, man, that was, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. And then the next day they called me. And they're like, do you want to join the band? And I said, yes. And then we played a couple of jams, me and this other singer. And then we played a show with me and this other singer. And the next day, the singer quit the band. Which is really weird because it was a weird, awkward moment because we were all sitting there and uh, Christian metal band. We had a, we prayed before every jam. In Landmark, Manitoba. And uh, the singer was like, guys, I've been in this band for five years now. I'm doing a lot of thinking. I think it's time I stepped aside. And I thought, oh, wow, we're about to have a long discussion about this. But instantly, Ian and everyone like, all right, see you later. And they went downstairs and just started jamming. And me, the new singer, I was the last guy there to comfort this guy. I don't know. It's kind of awkward for me. I felt guilty because it's all about me and how I feel. And we played some cool shows. We played a lot of shows in Steinbeck with other Christian metal bands. Scarlet Halo, Serafina, Antioch, all very metal. All very Christian. Really rocking out for the Lord. Which sounds 
fucking dumb. But you gotta keep at this time. Actually, Christian metal was pretty big. Christian hardcore. It's pretty big in the world. You had Norma Jean, you had Zayo. All these really bands that were dedicated to the Christ, but also very angry. They're angry at sin. Angry at the devil. Angry at stuff. And singing about it. Except we played this one show in the city one time, and I thought, fuck yeah, finally, we're playing a city show. We're playing in Landmark, we're playing in Steinbank, we're playing in Niverville. Played a couple of shows with the great Two Minutes Hate, which was a legitimately sick small-town metal band. The Two Minutes Hate still fucking rules. I still have that CD. It still holds up. Still holds up. That's a good one. Um, but we played all these small-town shows. Finally, we got invited to play this um, this Winnipeg show in this like youth center. And there was like a decent amount of city kids there. There was a good 40, 50 city kids, teenagers. Kids my age, um, cool people who I imagined were cool. So I was like, all right, fuck the Christian shit. We're going to go secular tonight. So I was like, all right, motherfuckers, step the fuck up if you want to hear this fucking shit. And the rest of my band was like, whoa, 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 we're Christian. I was like, fuck that, not today, we're not, let's fucking go. And we did play one of the best shows we've ever done. But then afterwards, the band, uh, we all had a band meeting, and um, and they decided that was not cool. That's not who we are. We're here to serve the Lord. We're not here to uh, swear. Not here to curse. And I was like, you're right, you're right. It's not who the Lord wants me to fucking be, and that's not who the fuck I want to be in the eyes of the little goddamn Lord. So I got to knock off the swearing, and I did. And that was a good band, not Forsaken. I don't know if that band is still. Uh, we opened up for the band Jaw one time, <laughs> and a band called Port Amoral, who my good friend Andrew Campbell was in. Um, and I don't know if there's any recordings or any, let's see, let's see if there was, uh, they became another, they changed their name to Silence for the Fallen, um, <laughs> and played Winnipeg shows and were, uh, uh, were, um, still good. I mean, Ian was fucking sick, uh, just a really sick drummer, a sick, uh, Sick guitarist, just a sick musician, just really good. All those Klippenstein boys, very talented. Um, and Evan uh, sadly passed away, but he was uh, good at guitar, and God damn it, did he have a passion. He had a passion for that band. I was the only one that was super fucking lazy and was like, I don't know if this is cool enough. Is this cool? Am I cool? Does this make me cool? I'm too cool. I was never cool. That's the twist on that story. And if I started a band, it'd be awful. I'll never be cool. I'll never be, you know... Um, I'll never be Axl Rose cool. Axl Rose... Axl Rose is the man... And by man, I mean he's a piece of shit. But um, but if you go on YouTube, and you if you go on YouTube, and you look at some of his freakouts, uh, like it's just it's just really really good. He is. Uh, <laughs> there's one where he's in St. Louis and he's in the middle of the song "Rocket Queen," and. Uh, and he just loses his shit. Some guy's got a camera in there in the crowd. And um, Axel loses his shit and just dives into the crowd. Let's see if we can play it. I hope you can hear this. Hey, 
anyways, and he just dives into the crowd and um, <laughs> starts beating the shit out of this guy. He fucking he breaks someone's back. He breaks their back, and then uh, and then that's it for the show. He walks out, and he's like. And just smashes the mic. God damn it. And there's like hour-long compilations of him doing this on um, like on just different shit. Oh, man. Axl Rose was the man. Actually, St. Louis, you can watch the whole concert on there. St. Louis has a huge full-blown riot that night in because of Axl Rose and his antics. It's hilarious. You need to see it. Anyways... Not the Axl Rose podcast. I don't even know what to talk about now. Oh, boy. My neighbors are upstairs. They're walking around. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they can hear me. And I'm pretty sure that video was too loud for them. So I don't really know what to do. I wish I had... You know I don't have a fan in my bathroom? I don't even have a fan. All I have is fucking Febreze. Which I don't necessarily uh, need a fan for the smell. But I want a fan... I'm 36 years old. I, I want a nice, loud fan in case I have any company over. You turn that fan on. I want it to be like a fucking jet engine, you know, just so that I can just go, you know, do my business. And hey, you can't hear shit. You know, I don't want to be able, if I turn that bathroom fan on, I don't want to be able to be able to talk. Like, you know, let's say two people are in the bathroom. They should, you turn that fan on. They should be like, what? What'd you say? I can't hear shit, man. This fan's too goddamn loud. Let's get out of here. You know, that's what I, that's what I need. Because God forbid, you know, I bring, you know, a young lady over here. And she's the love of my life, Right. And I'm in the bathroom and I gotta go. Nature's calling. What am I supposed to do? It's just gonna be a series of kerplunks echoing throughout the hallway. Kerplunk, kerplunk, kerplunk. And then I'm gonna walk out of the bathroom. I'm gonna go into the living room. I'm gonna look into the eyes of the woman I love. And I'm gonna be like, hey, honey. And she's gonna be like, uh, yeah, we need to see other people. I'm sorry, I'm just looking for someone who's a little less kerplunky. A couple of too many kerplunks for my taste. I'm sorry. This isn't going to work out. Then I'll go to the bathroom. (laughs) Kerplunk. Kerplunk. You have a loud bathroom fan. You don't have that problem. I went to Wee Johnny's on Friday. And again, that bar is just awful. Terrible bar. Terrible staff. Comedy. Fair. Um, again, my tab cost me $80. Everything's on special there. Right, everything's like five dollars or less, and somehow at the end of the night, my bill's always like sixty to seventy dollars. It's like I didn't have that many drinks. I don't know what kind of fucked up calculator you got back there, but this place is a shithole. Why are you even charging that much for drinks? I'm looking down at the floor. There's cockroaches running around. There's no security. No one's like manning the noise in the front of the room, even though it's me making the noise. I'm in the middle of a very loud conversation, interrupting the comic set who's on stage. And while I'm scream yelling at my friend and then laughing like crazy, I'm like, hey, 
Why is security not stopping me right now? This is a problem. This bar sucks. Security guy seems nice. But overall, that place is a... That's a dump. A lot better bars to drink at. You can go to the Handsome Daughter, which is a great bar. Wear your B set of clothes if you go to that bar, though. You're going to come out smelling like chicken. All right? They make a fantastic chicken sandwich there. They really do. They got this honey sauce. You put it over the chicken strips. It's fucking lights out. But your person will reek of chicken coming out of that place. Really, that chicken really it gets into your skin. Like your pores will ooze a fried chicken smell after working at that place. And it doesn't wash out. Those clothes are ruined now. So it's like, treat it like painting when you go to the handsome daughter. All right, wear clothes that, yeah, I can, these, these are my new chicken clothes. But they have good comedy there, I think. I don't know, I haven't been there in a while. Um, haven't been to the Marion, but it's a strip club. It's gotta be nice. Tuesday at the Marion's, Wednesday at Wee Johnny's, Thursdays at the Handsome Daughter, Fridays at the basement. The basement is really nice. Too nice for Winnipeg, honestly. You go there, there's like some people, the staff is all, they're dressed immaculately. Everyone is dressed like the venue calls. It's a speakeasy in a basement. It's a beautiful, classy spot. And the staff is all dressed up as they should be. They look very good. They match the environment. But Winnipeggers don't give a fuck what the environment is. They're going to wear whatever it is that they woke up in and took their fucking wake-and-bake bong rip in. And then they're like, okay, let's go to the basement. No. Some people, don't get me wrong, coming in there, just very classy. They look very nice. But I did comedy there one time. And uh, in the front row, in the front row are like five... 19, 20 year old fucking stoners wearing nylon shorts, spread eagle, like they were in their basement watching a fucking YouTube video of a Mario Kart speed run. Like, put the fucking bong away. This is a classy place. Why are you dressed like that? I'm not saying I dress great, but I can match an environment. You know what I mean? I'm not wearing sweats. I'm not dressed like a fucking schlub and then going to expect to go to a classy place like the basement. you got to put in a little effort. You know what I mean? Dress code in effect. All right? If you're a goddamn schlub and you're dressed like if you're wearing sweatpants and a hoodie, that's got stains on it. You're going to the basement. This is a nice speakeasy. We got a vibe here. You're fucking with the vibe. And I know this firsthand because I have fucked up a vibe or two in my day. Let me tell you. In fact, I'm the reason why uh, Rumors hosts are now obligated to wear collared shirts on the weekends. I was, um, yeah, I wore a lot of stained hoodies on stage. So the manager of the rumors very kindly told me that I look like shit. And I smelled like shit. And just overall, the vibe was of shit. And now, everyone has to wear collared shirts on the weekends. I don't think they actually have to wear collared shirts. I think that was just his nice way of being like, no more stained hoodies. You're an employee, goddammit. talk about other than 
I guess, local comedy, which is not interesting to anyone except the other comedians who listen to this podcast to see if they can get any dirt, steal my fucking jokes. I know what you fuckers are up to. I'm just kidding. I appreciate everyone who listens. Steal whatever you want. Well, fuck, there's nothing to fucking steal on this goddamn podcast anyways. I said from the top, this is just a, this is a podcast you listen to when you're like, oh, I got to reorganize my book collection. Time to alphabetize my books. Then you put on this podcast. This is a podcast you listen to when you can't sleep. You can't sleep. You're on no fap, so you can't masturbate. You're fasting, so you can't eat. And it's a strict fast. You can't even drink water. You're trying to quit smoking, so you can't dart. Literally, there's nothing to do except to lie in bed and listen to this podcast. And let me sing you to sleep. I'll I'll do that for you. But anyways, nothing to talk about. Um, Other than there was this. There's the new booker for Just for Laughs. His name is Neil. Great guy. I met him. Seems like a good guy. The old booker, Zoe, was also great. And they're all really great. But he made a post the other day that was like, create your own opportunities. You know? Build up a fan base. Get fans together. And and so by the time um, I give you a call to invite you to Just for Laughs, you won't even have to take the call. Pretty much meaning, if you're a local comedian or if you're a small-time comedian, get famous. Get famous first. Build your own audience. Be successful first, and then our fest will put you on display. And that's just a great way to show off local talent. You know, that's a that's a great way to uh, to get eyes on people instead of actually taking people that these select you know comedy sommeliers or whatever um have deemed like oh the people should see this guy no one knows about this guy but he's really funny let's spotlight him they're gonna wait until you until everyone knows about you and then they'll put you on the fest Which I guess they're doing new faces and stuff fine, but I mean, I don't know. And as I mentioned in a Patreon episode earlier before, you know, so there's no hope for me to get on just for laughs, new faces or anything like that until I've already got an established audience, until I've already established myself, until I'm at the point where I don't need them anymore, then they will fucking give me a spot. So the best I could hope for is Winnipeg Comedy Fest, but even they won't fucking put me on a goddamn show. You know? Not even a fucking basement show. I mean, that's not fair. I did do the rec room show, which was great. You know? Two people named Barb and Linda had their eyes on me because that was the turnout for that show. All these comedy gatekeepers are like, they work like fucking banks. They really do. They're no, they're no better than fucking banks. When you need money and you're hard up for cash, the banks won't touch you with a 10-foot fucking pole. As soon as you're successful and you've got enough money in the bank, they can't, you can't stop them from throwing their fucking money at you. And that's actually the real point of this podcast is to find in a back door to get around these goddamn dinosaur gatekeepers. Because I am so fucking sick and tired of waiting on some asshole who I don't even know to give me the thumbs up before I can move ahead. Why am I waiting on some fucking dipshit 
to tell me that I'm good? Why am I even upset that a certain festival is bringing in the same fucking Canadian dinosaurs for the 25th fucking time and I can't even get a goddamn spot at the fest? Why am I even mad about that? Why does it bother me that they don't recognize uh, that I can string together 10 minutes of crush? I'm not going to ruin your goddamn festival. In fact, I may even enhance it. But I'm still waiting around like some dickhead waiting for an autograph from some <laughs> some person I don't even like. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the true reason of this podcast. I'm going to find a back door. I'm going to find my audience. Because I think that there are about 50 to 100 people in each major city that would fuck with me. And if I just slowly get that audience together, I can make a living. And once I do, trust me, when these fests come a-knocking, it's going to be very difficult not to tell all of these gatekeepers to go fuck themselves. I think I might do that. I think I might tell them to suck the cum out of my balls. And I don't mean suck my dick until I ejaculate. I mean literally uh, put your mouth around my balls and suck so hard that the semen seeps out of the pores, the pores of my scrotal sac. Fuck you. That's what I feel like saying. Probably in that day I'll be, I'll have my audience, I'll be successful, I'll be a little more balanced. But as of right now, I'm in the mentality where anybody who's in charge of curating comedy or who's deciding who's funny or who's deciding who gets a spot at this fest and that fest and this fest and that fest can all go fuck themselves. Blow me. (laughs) And and, and you can say like, oh, Tyler, I don't know if I'd burn that bridge. Fuck the bridge. These people never fucked with me anyways. Who gives a shit? anyways this is not funny at all this is more this is unhinged ranting which is also what this podcast is about now and that's my bit on the comedy uh the 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 whole canadian comedy landscape i'm not going to mention any fucking names not yet that's going to come up i'm going to start calling people out I don't know why I'm not. That's that's that has nothing to do with me being diplomatic. That's literally just me being a pussy at this point. I'm not ready to actually call people out by name, mainly because I don't want any contact with some of these people. You know, I'm going to start calling people out by name because there's a couple of people who need to hear what's up. Not that they'll hear it because they're not listening to this podcast because they don't fuck with me in the first place. They don't fuck with me. And that's a lesson to all you kids out there. Don't don't shoot up the school. All right? Don't stop shooting schools up. What you need to do is you need to create your own road. Build your own path. Know thyself. And be yourself. And everyone else can... Go ahead and suck the shit out of your ass, man. That's my advice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I I was talking with my buddy today. We are legit going to plan a tour. And we're in the works now. I mean, we're not fucking around anymore. We are doing a tour. So guess what? If you live in Papua New Guinea, (laughs) you are in luck. Because we are coming to Montana Mission. We're going to be there this summer. 
We're also going to do a corporate gig at Yogos Agricultural Station, um, which is great. They've got about three people working there. Um, we're also going to go to um, we're doing a uh, we're going to Wayne Camp in Papua New Guinea. It's just outside Lay, Papua New Guinea. Wayne Camp is a beautiful, beautiful diamond mining operation, mostly blood diamonds. Um, but we are going to be performing for the workers there, and not the um, not the slaves who are actually doing the uh, diamond mining. They are not allowed out of their barracks uh, when they're not working. Uh, but we'll be, to, you know, for the um, for the enforcers and for the um, camp administrators, we're going to be doing some jokes. And they're paying me in diamonds, which is great. And then after that, we're going to Kugaku. We're going to Siba. And we're going to Kifimu Mission, which is actually a leprosy colony. A um, lot of deformed, um, dying, very sick people who apparently requested me by name. They listened to the podcast, and that is my demographic. My demographic are lepers um, and incels. I've got incels and I've got lepers so far, and I, Spotify told me about that. You're big in the leper community, and incels love you. They really love you. They love your violent tangents. Um, it makes them want to commit acts of violence. Um, it, it, it justifies their own acts of violence. And, um, and yeah, and the, the lepers just, um, they just like that, they, that it's an audio-only podcast. They don't like to, you know. They don't like to look at things. But anyway, doesn't fucking matter. What are we doing? That's the podcast. It didn't feel very funny. It didn't feel good. I think we took a hit on this one. I don't think we're going back to the 900,000s, but we're definitely going back to the 800,000s. Really dipped on this episode. But that's okay. Each, each um, podcast is just a uh, tool to improve me talking. It's just, it's about growth. What do you want? It's about growth. Oh, yeah. In five years, I might be able to, um, I might be, I might have a, I'm thinking in five years, I will have a top 250,000 podcast. I will be in the top 75 percentile. Is that how percentiles work? I don't know. Big things on the way, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a, Patreon that's up and running. All right. New episodes every Friday. I'm thinking about doing drunk episodes. And by thinking about it, I'm going to do that. Um, got an album coming out either this week or next week. So look out for it. It's going to be on Bandcamp. And hopefully one of these gatekeepers will play my album at Sirius. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. I, I After that rant, I'm actually very scared. I am terrified that they know that 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 I've irreparably burnt a bridge here today. So, anyways, with a little help from these gatekeepers, I'll be able to um, get ahead and get my album played. Second of all, third of all, Patreon, the album. And I got gigs coming up, if you're listening to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I'm at the basement. April 14th for the Battle Royale. April 15th for Topical Storm. And um, Underdogs every Thursday. So if you're out there, come support me. And by support, you know you support me? Listen to the podcast, fine. Subscribe to the Patreon, cool. Buy the album, whatever. Get me a beer. Buy me a shot, buy me a beer. That's how you support this guy.
big shout out to um I got a shout out Little Pizza Heaven. They had a good pizza today. We got pepperoni, Italian sausage, and jalapenos. I thought it was going to be way too spicy. My buddy Jay ordered this pizza. I had no faith in this pizza when he was ordering it. He was like, pepperoni? I was like, fine. He was like, sausage? Italian sausage? I was like, okay. He's like, jalapenos? I was like, okay. I didn't want to make the decision, but as soon as he made the decision, I was like, that's the wrong decision. This pizza is going to suck shit. This is a bad product. He just he did, he ordered wrong. But God damn it, that man knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing because it was a terrific pie. They got the garlic crust, which I'm kind of over. But, um, man, they brought their A game today. They really fucking did. Um... Which, by the way, late night, a couple of nights ago, I went to, uh, what did I do? I think I got drunk at Rumors Comedy Club. I came home, but I was in one of those uh, productive drunk moods, you know? Sometimes you get home, you're all lazy, like, yeah, I just want to feed you and go to bed. I came home, I was like, all right, 2.30 in the morning, let's get to work here. And uh, I did the dishes, I folded some laundry, just hammered. And uh, then at 2.48, I ordered a calzone from Little Pizza Heaven. I was like, can you still make a calzone? And they were like, well, if you can get here by 3, I mean, we close. Like, can you get here in 10 minutes? I was like, I'm leaving now. And I walked over there, and sure enough, they had my calzone hot and ready. Five-topping calzone, $12. Hell of a bargain. And then I woke up the next morning. I was full. I was nauseous. But my apartment was clean. That's how you fucking get hammered. Big shout out to the band Fu Manchu. If you want a metal band. If you want like a, a thick, fuzzed out sludge riffs. But you don't want to kill the vibes of the party. You don't want to get too dark with it. You know, you want to keep it lively. Man, listen to Fu Manchu. That band is the party metal band. The best party metal band of all time. I mean, that band, that's, that's, that's some, uh, that's some camping tunes. They really are. I mean, that band brings the good vibes. Listen to the song Cyclone Launch or Super Shooter. And tell me that you don't picture yourself driving windows down, down the 59, on your way to your campground, beer in your hand. You already got started. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Pull me over. I don't care. We're camping. You're drinking a beer. Sun is shining. Windows down. You just got divorced. You know, you're on your own again. You're 48. Just lost your job divorced but you don't care because you got a beer in your hand you're gonna go hang out with the boys and you're listening to Fu Manchu that band rules and big shout out to ah who else my boy Jason Cron who uh high school buddy old school buddy one of my first real friends and we're still friends today. What is it? Fucking 20, a good 20 years. We've been friends for 20 years now. And uh, still good enough friends. Still vapes. Still gets pizza. Still just a good old boy. So, shout out to Jason Cron. He's going to help me build a website so you can follow my hijinks. You can follow everything. You can follow the podcast. You can follow my cancellation. You can follow my arrest. And you can follow my um, YouTube apology video. You're going to get it all. It's all going to be on that website. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Then it's Friday. The fucking weekend is here. So make it a good one. Or don't. 
do whatever you want to do. Be yourself. Know yourself. And don't wait for anyone to open up the fucking door for you. Bust down the door. And then on your way in, tell them, hey, blow me. That's what you got to do. Fuck these people. It's all you. Do you. You got everything you need right in your goddamn brain. So fuck everybody. You're good enough. Anyways, or maybe you're not. Maybe you suck shit. It doesn't matter. Thanks for listening. You've been great. I've been sub... I've been average. But who gives a shit? I'll see you in hell. I'm not